Welcome to Mini Mentoring, a weekly bonus episode of This Can't Be That Hard. Every Friday, I share a conversation that I've had with one of you, my amazing listeners, about a problem or issue that's got you stuck in your photography business. We set the timer for 15 minutes and see how much progress we can make. And sometimes 15 minutes is all you need to find clarity or achieve your next breakthrough. If you've got an issue that you'd like to have featured on the show, stick around at the end to find out how to reach out. But for now, let's dive in. Hey, Kayla, it is so good to have you here on This Can't Be That Hard. I am excited to have you for a mentoring mini. You've got sort of a different problem than some of the other people that I've been talking uh, to for this. So um, I'm excited to get started. I am going to go ahead and start the timer, and then I want you to tell me what your uh, issue is and sort of where you're coming to that issue from. You ready? Yes. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. Okay. Um, so I have been a all-inclusive photographer for about three years since I started. So I'm still a, a slightly newer photographer, but I'm very serious about my photography business. And I'm ready to shift my business from all-inclusive to being more say IPS inclusive or at least attempt to offer my clients options so that if they want to purchase more then I have the opportunity to make more money and so I was really I've been interested in the print credit options that are available with the simple sales blueprint that you offer but I've just I've never done IPS I've never even considered products everything's always been digital for me. And so, uh, digital images. And so I just, I want you to kind of tell me a little bit more about like how the print credit really helps your sales and just more background on why you should be a little bit more IPS inclusive, even in the digital age. So, so product inclusive, not necessarily in-person sales, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. The digital IPS version. Of- yep. <laughs> okay. So a little bit of background. Kayla has recently joined the Simple Sales Blueprint um, and learned about the Simple Sales System. So, you know, she does know that piece of it. And if you're not familiar, if you're listening and you're not familiar with that, that may be an important piece of this puzzle. But in general, I recommend this strategy where you include a print credit with the the package that you offer to people in addition to digital files. So um, so the the rationale behind print credit is that most of us, you know, all-inclusive is easy because it's easy, right? You just send someone digital files and you don't really have to like haggle back and forth. You don't have to think about products. You don't have to think about what it is that, um, you know, how you're going to deliver those products or any of those kinds of things. And you get to avoid feeling like you're trying to sell someone something, which I think is a big turnoff for a lot of photographers. But um, my history was with in-person sales and I did a short stint of all-inclusive because I thought like, oh, this is going to be a lot easier for me. And my uh, sales averages, even with my longstanding clients who were used to spending a certain amount of money with me, they went way, way down. They just took the digital files and that was it. And, um, and I found that I couldn't really charge as much money all-inclusive as I was when someone was buying print credit and stuff like that. It's just, there's sort of like this, 
glass ceiling where people ex experience a pain threshold and that's different in different markets. Um, but for me, it wasn't enough. And so I was like, okay, I need to sell products, but I don't want to have to do in-person sales anymore because it's taking up too much time. So I like, you know, all these different iterations. And I ultimately found that print credit worked really well because what happens is that if you give someone all the digital files or even just like a certain number of digital files and that's what's included in their package, when they go into your online gallery, many people just won't even look in your online store. They download their photos and then they take their photos to MPix or whatever other service they're gonna use to fulfill their um, print stuff because it's cheaper, right? It is necessarily going to be cheaper because those print labs, that is their product. They've marked that up from their cost, um, but it's, it's gonna be cheaper. So what I started doing was I started including a print credit and the print credit gives someone incentive to go into the store. And they have, you know, it's like, maybe I'm not a regular Starbucks goer, but if somebody gives me a $10 Starbucks card, next time I drive by a Starbucks and I want a coffee, I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna stop there. I have a, I have a gift certificate for there. So I include print credit even in my smallest uh, collections because it means that people go and shop in the store. And I find that one of two things happens. There's sort of like people fall into two different categories when it comes to the gift card shopping mentality. Either they are really committed to themselves that they're not going to outspend their gift card. And so they almost always spend less than the total by, let's say, I don't know, $15, $20. It just kind of depends on what product they want. If it doesn't exactly total the amount of the gift card, which it usually doesn't, then, um, then they just leave that balance. And let's say it's $30 or $40. And so, um, so you know, I end up I do have a hard cost associated with fulfilling that um, whatever it is that they buy, but I have priced my products so that there's enough markup so that if they get a hundred dollar print credit, I'm only having to spend, let's say $20 um, to fulfill that hundred dollar print credit. And if they only spend $80 or $85, then that number is even smaller. So they've gone into my store and they've shopped around. And those people don't necessarily increase my sales average, but I have met my, the amount of money that I need to make because I've priced my collections so that they meet my minimum. The, um, the other kind of person, the other mentality that goes into this is, um, is the person who's like, I'm gonna use every single dollar of that print credit come hell or high water. And I find that this is probably 60 to 65% of people. I think that most of us, if we're given that $20 gift card to Sephora, you go in and you buy uh, a mascara and it's $15 and then you, you wanna spend that extra five, so you pick up something small, but oftentimes the small thing isn't going to be exactly the right amount, so you overspend your, uh, your print credit by a little bit or your gift card, if, that's, if we're using that um, example. and so like I said, that's about 60 to 65% of my clients. And it seems like now that I've got enough people who have come through the blueprint and who have reported back to me, it seems like this is not uh, unique to my clients um, where they go in and they overspend by some amount. 
So let's go back to that example of a hundred dollar print credit. If someone has a hundred dollar print credit and they go in and they spend $110, then that $110, let's say it cost me $23, but now I have $10 that cuts half of my hard cost off, almost half of my hard cost off. So instead of a $100 print credit costing me $23, it's actually only costing me 13 because they overspent it by $10. So, and, and then there are the people who outspend it and they just kind of keep going um, because they're in the store. So this was the thing that really frustrated me when I was doing in-person sales. I would still send people a gallery link and it would have a store uh, associated with it, but no one ever shopped in the store because they not only had they gotten their digital files, they had all already purchased print products through me. So like they didn't really have, I understood that they didn't have any motivation to shop in there. But once people are in there, especially if it's like, you know, if you've planted the seed that, oh, you know, Mother's Day is coming up or, you know, your mom's birthday, the grandparents' birthday or, you know, something like that, they're in that store and they're thinking about like, what could I be buying for whom? Oh, this would look really nice. Wow, this is a really cool product. And that's where it's fun to pick products that you know your market is going to enjoy and they're going to impulse buy. Um, so you can try out new products, you can make videos about products and like show them. And definitely, I know you had asked this in your email, people definitely gravitate toward the um, products that I showcase. And I, even if I just mention in passing in an email that like, definitely take a peek at my, you know, whatever gallery boards, that's a really cool product that I've just recently added and my other clients are really enjoying it. If you feature it in that way, it just helps them hone in on that. Um, so, so that can be a good way to steer people toward products that you like. And I like to feature products in particular that are different from what they could get at MPix or something like that, because then, you know, they're sort of, they're seeing what the, what the value add is for buying from you. So all of those reasons, you know, sometimes there are those people who go in and they're shopping and they get, call it carried away, but, um, but you know, and they end up outspending. So with that $100 print credit, they end up spending $200 and then you've made a lot more than you needed to make and that you were intending to make. But that money over the course of a year can really start to add up, even if it's only 30 or $50 you know, with 50% of your clients, I know you do a higher volume business, um, that money starts to add up and, and it's pure profit because you have accounted for your costs and priced yourself. Um, let me check my time here because I just did a whole monologue. We have another five minutes. So does that, what have I left out? Um, that was very informative and wonderful. You mentioned it as like a gift print credit. Do you mm -hmm. think like if you worded it as a gift print credit that it would be even more enticing for them to spend it? Because you well, said gift card and then say gift, I don't know. You so could call it, I, I might call it gift credit. You are charging them for it and they know that. And I try not to make things sound like, hey, thanks for buying that collection. I'm going to gift you the stuff in the collection. Like they, they know that that's what that is. Um, I have heard of people, though, who um, are in the process of switching over to the simple sales system, who are in the midst, like they haven't yet had a chance to set up 
this system. So like, let's say that they got a client who hired them with the understanding of all inclusive and they've decided to try this out by just adding a true gift print credit into their all inclusive package. So they take somebody who is intending to get nothing but digital files and they send them a small, I mean, obviously you're not going to want to like send somebody a thousand dollar gift credit that you then have to spend $200 on with the chance that they're not going to outspend it. But, um, but if you send, some, send something understanding that you're, that's going to cost you a fifth to a quarter of 20 to 25% of what, um, what you're sending them, you can, you can start to test that out in your market even before you switch all your pricing out. And you can call it, in that case, a true gift credit. And people, um, I mean, of course, people love that. That's, that is a, that's a super fun thing. When I'm doing it with my collections, um, you know, it would be an interesting thing uh, if you were to sell a collection and just make it a digital collection. So it's, you know, 10 or 15 or all the files or whatever it is. Um, and you didn't talk about the print credit and then you just added that in. Um, obviously, you'd have to play with it a little bit to see if your clients uh, were willing to pay, you know, you would be building that into your pricing, knowing that you were going to be including that. Um, but they might look at that, uh, as you know, you're so generous. You're so, it was so great working with you. I'd love to send you this print credit. Um, I had actually never considered that before, but that might be a fun thing to play with, uh, for some people. You just have to make sure that your clients are understanding the value. You know, it can be a hard sell, like a, it, the price point where I sell my collections, it would be a little hard to be like, here's a collection. It costs, you know, several hundred dollars and you get 10 digital files or something like that. Like that, it feels a little thin. So yeah. you'd have to kind of play with it. And I know you know a little bit more about how I like to price my stuff. And I think that the way that I, I am trying to slowly transition into full session fee and collections mm -hmm. separate. But as I make this transition, I'm kind of still including some digitals in my session fee. And then I'm never really talking about collections that include print credit. So I'm thinking as I transition and started doing the collections, it's an additional thing where they see the collection and it says gift credit, gift print credit. And I want to see if that makes them jump into the store and use it. But I'll still be factoring that money in into my into your cost. Exactly. As long as you are anticipating that and it doesn't cut into your profit margin or into, you know, what you need to be making in order to be profitable. Um, I think that that's great. And I love the fact, you know, I think one of the things that a lot of photographers struggle with is that they work with such small volume. Um, you know, if they're only photographing six or eight or 10 families a month, um, it, it's really hard to test things with any quickness. Um, and so one of the benefits of being a higher volume photographer is that you can like test and iterate much more quickly. Um, so that's really cool. And I'm very excited to hear how these things end up going for you. Um, it'd be interesting in my own business. So <laughs> yes, I will definitely keep you updated. Yeah. If I have awesome. any conclusive data to say. <laughs> yeah. Have you share my, your, uh, your data points. Um, very cool. Is there anything else that I can answer in our last few seconds here? 
no, but I think I've learned a lot and I appreciate your time. No, I appreciate you writing in. This was great. And I think this will be really helpful for a lot of people. Um, awesome. Well, Kayla, thanks again for coming on. And um, there's my timer. And uh, that was <laughs> that was perfectly timed. I hope you have a great day and I will look forward to talking to you again soon. Okay, thanks, Anami. All right, bye. That's it for this week's mini mentoring session. If you've got a problem or issue in your photography business that you'd like to have featured on the show, go to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash mentoring and use the form to submit your information. I can't wait to hear from you.